0: isn't maintenance just that thing that is like, wow, I'm already doing so good. I can't think of the word. It's that thing in the sky that we just think maintenance. That's my goal. I want to get to the point where all I have to worry about is maintenance. Um, And it's true. I mean, like maintenance is actually the thing the number one thing, the actual thing that changed my home. But it didn't happen at all the way that I had always assumed it would. And so I think that it's really important to acknowledge that disconnect, that idea of what it actually means to maintain and what it means to get to the point of being in this maintenance phase versus what you actually need to do. Okay. And what I'm talking about today is gardening, but I'm not talking about gardening, like teaching you how to garden. What I'm talking about is I have personally been working outside at my home. Like I've been working on my yard basically since quarantine started back in March. It ultimately was my way to get out of my house when we couldn't actually go anywhere. And we're still trying to not go places unless we absolutely have to. But I mean, we couldn't go anywhere. And so I was stuck inside my house and I was like, I actually have a yard. There are those of you guys listening who do not have a yard. And I need to be really appreciative that we have a yard. It's not a huge yard. We purposely moved into this house, uh, with a small yard for our area, at least because we had had a half an acre, which is not, um, land, but it's a really big yard in our house that we had before we lived here. And we had two babies at the time. And my husband would either spend the entire day on Saturday working on the yard, or he would spend, um, and that was just mowing really, or he would spend every night of the week. Of course, we also, it was West Texas. We had stickers. If you guys don't have stickers where you are, be so grateful. Anyway, so we had to bag the grass because we, well, anyway, we didn't know what we were doing, but he bagged the grass to try to make the stickers better. It barely ever did. We had a lot of, we had a big yard, but our kids couldn't even play out there because it was, I mean, when I say stickers, I'm not like, oh, there's something that caught on my sock. No, I'm saying like, it feels like an actual like needle has gone through your foot. They're horrible. Anyway, my point is we purposely got a small yard. So I've always kind of been like, oh, we have a little yard because I live in a small town and a lot of people live in the country and I get jealous when I see their big spaces that they have. But I realized I need to be thankful for what I do have here. And so I tried to be outside more because that was back in March when it wasn't as hot as it is right now in Texas. But I would go outside. And then the more I went outside, the more I went, Oh, I really should be doing better out here. And it was just kind of a way for me to also get a little bit of exercise because gardening is actually really good exercise anyway. And, but as I've been working on that now, I realize I've been working on it for, you know, like five months, which is more than I've ever worked on my yard in my whole entire life. Um, it's kind of made me see a lot of parallels as you guys can imagine, uh, between the inside the home stuff and the outside. The home stuff, you know, as far as digging out of the mess, having let things go for too long, and then the importance of maintenance. So it's just a, a thought that has been going through my head. So I thought I would talk about it because I have to fill up time on my podcast. No, I'm just kidding. But really, that's true. Okay. But before I get to that, um, I just want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by the sponsor who has been with our show for the very longest, Prep Dish. That's P R E P Dish prep dish. Guys, this pandemic has resulted in more meals at home than we've had in years. Yay. I love meals at home with my family, but also yikes, figuring out what to have for dinner and then making it actually happen can be completely overwhelming, especially when it's just more than you've ever done in your life. If you're feeling that way, this is the time to try out prep dish. Here's what it is. Prep dish is a healthy subscription based meal planning service with a unique twist. As a member, you get an email on Friday that has your list of meals for the next week, along with a shopping list. And this is the twist part, detailed instructions for doing all the prep work for the meals for the week in one session. You cook the meals fresh each night, but the ingredients are prepped. Okay. So you're not just buying pre made ingredients, you're prepping them yourself. So it's all very homemade, but it's the system that's unique about this. Okay. That means you make your sauces and you chop things and you get all the time and effort consuming stuff done in that prep session, which takes a few hours, but then with almost no effort and so little time, you can get dinner on the table each night without stress. It's such a great way to actually make healthy meals happen in your home. And you can try it out for free. Allison, the founder, is offering listeners of my podcast a free two-week trial. Just go to prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean. That's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean to get your free two-week trial. Okay. Also, I wanted to let you know, this part is time sensitive. So I'm going to talk about it at the end, but I want to make sure you know that Get Organized HQ is coming up and I have a session in that, that you can watch for free. So, um, I will tell you how to do that at the end. Okay. All right. All right. Let's talk about learning from gardening again. I'm not talking about actual gardening. You know, when I picture gardening, I picture my mom who is the garden club queen. Like I think if they have a queen, she's the actual queen. I mean, that's, that's what she did. She basically, that was her empty nest, what she turned her focus toward. And she is, has always been, you know, she grew up as her dad was a farmer. And so she loves outdoors. She's always put a lot of effort and time into the yard. That's not me. (laughs) So knowing anything about plants, that's not me knowing what I'm doing. That's not me. Um, I basically, have just been trying to recover my yard from pretty much not doing anything to it for like 14 years. So there you go. I'm not coming at this as someone to tell you how to garden. Okay? I'm just telling you this is what I've been doing to try to recover from 14 years of basically ignoring my yard. Now, when I say that, we mow. We have nice grass. Um We did put out grass at one point, but the, the woman who had the house before us, um, loved, it reminds me of my mom, you know, she loved working in the yard. And so she would spend time every single day going around and watering everything. So there were tons of plants and small trees and all these types of things that needed to be maintained, but I didn't understand they needed to be maintained. Do you see what I'm saying? I just thought, Oh, that's nice. And then over the course of 14 years of me pretty much ignoring those things, they grew into their own jungles, basically. So, thought of that was on the side of the house, and we had taken out some things in the front yard. My husband would get frustrated and he would chop things down and, you know, try to deal with it. And we, so it's not like it was a complete and total jungle, but it wasn't maintained. Like it wasn't nice at all. Okay. Um, and he is great about mowing the yard and all that kind of stuff. So I don't I don't want you to think that I'm bashing anything. And I you talk about gender roles and inside outside and blah, 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 and whatever. No, I mean it it basically both of us has solid vision about our flower beds and stuff like that that were completely overgrown and all that kind of stuff. So um like I said, I decided to start working on it. So what I'm doing here is I'm just going to tell you what I've done and what I've learned, because here's the thing. I have watched my mother forever work in the yard. Okay. As a child, she would spend time out there, you know, going over, she would walk me around her yard and, and show me things. And I'd be like, um, great. Okay. Uh, but at the same time, for me, I didn't care enough to actually retain any of the information. Do you see what I'm saying? So I, um, just kind of went out there and I said, what is it that I need to do in these flower beds? And I said, well, there are leaves in the flower beds. Like we've raked the leaves from the yard, but there's just a buildup of leaves in the, in the flower beds. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to start By getting the leaves out, you guys, that is the same as trash in the decluttering process. Okay, it was the most obvious, wasn't supposed to be there, needed to be removed and gotten rid of stuff. Okay, so I went through and I literally would go three feet by three feet. I I mean, I would basically just go outside again this was back in March and April when it wasn't hot yet and i would say okay i'm just going to kind of go as long as i can go and so i would just work some days it would be 20 minutes some days it would be 2 hours but i would just do as much as i could do and my whole goal was just to get th- across the front of the yard getting the uh the leaves taken care of okay now how does this relate to maintenance well let's talk about this idea of maintenance and let's talk about why it is a real trip up for so many people like us. Okay. Um, I've talked before uh, a lot about how I have a project brain. If I have a project brain, then my reality is that I view things as, you know, tasks as having a beginning, a middle and an end. So I look at my house used to look at my house still do because you know, that's just where my brain goes. But I would look at it and think, I need to get my house cleaned up. And the word maintenance didn't fit into that because I thought that was what came after getting my house cleaned up. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? So the problem is we think that those things are, when you have a project brain, you think maintenance doesn't come in until later. When in reality, project brain does not work because when I would look at my house as a whole and think, Oh, I need to get my house cleaned up top to bottom. And then I'll maintain. Well, whoever has time to get your house cleaned up from top to bottom, like, and by the time you've gotten to the middle, the top is dirty again, you know, or whatever. I mean, whatever. But that right there was my problem is thinking that it was a project and that maintaining was separate from that. So as I went out into my front yard, I was at a point of just going, I don't know what to do. You know, I think probably over the years, there were probably times where I was like, okay, you know what, I think I do want to have my house, um, my yard and stuff look nice. And I would just go out and look at it as a whole and think, and maybe get started and go, yeah, this takes a lot of effort and so much time. And I don't have all that time. And also, um, I'm pretty sure it takes a lot of money to, to get to the point where I think um, I want it to be. And so I would give up where when I went out and just said, I am at my low point here, I've just got to do something. I would just focus on the trash. Just do that. Well, guess what happens as you start on the left side of the yard, and move your way over to the right, doing three feet at a time. By the time you come out two days later, what you did two days ago has more, maybe, leaves that have fallen on it, uh, even though, you know, it is spring, but still somehow the leaves appear. But even if the leaves are gone, well, now all of a sudden, um, the weeds can grow. And I was like, oh, because I mean, I'll just be honest, this is how clueless I am. <laughs> when I, got those leaves out of there, I thought, oh, well, you know, I really don't have that much of a weed problem. There's just not that many weeds under here. I think what was happening is that the leaves were covering things up and making it where weeds couldn't grow. And so once the leaves were gone, then all of a sudden the weeds could grow. Well, I decided that since I was at rock bottom and didn't know what I was going to do, and I didn't know what I was doing, and I could admit that that this wasn't a project, I was just going to try to make it better. I was able to not get discouraged by that and just go, okay, then I'm going to go and I'm going to pull the weeds in the spaces that I decluttered, you know, in the spaces where I got the um, leaves out yesterday or two days ago, because weeds can grow so fast. You guys, it's ridiculous. Anyway, I am going to go back to those spaces and now I'm going to pull the weeds while there's only two or three weeds that have popped up. And then the next day I would come out. Well, guess what? There's two or three more, but I could go back and I could pull that. And then I started to realize I'm doing maintenance and I'm not done. And it reminded me of when I first started my deslabification process. You guys, I am big on decluttering. I think decluttering is amazing, and decluttering is the thing that's going to make your changes be able to really stick and your changes really be able to last. However, it's the daily stuff. That ultimately will turn your home around. Okay. Don't neglect the daily stuff. I am wearing a t-shirt right now that says, do the dishes. Here's the thing. Just like when I would look at my kitchen and it was completely out of control and overwhelming, I had to dig through the dishes. I had to dig out from every dish in my house being dirty just like I had to dig those leaves out. But guess what happens when I would do that? The minute that I was done getting all of the dishes finally clean, or usually even before I had them all clean, there were more dirty dishes. Why? Because we live in this house. Why were there weeds when I had just gotten that space cleared of dead leaves? Well, because life and y'all, I like life. Life is a good thing. All right. So for me to be mad about it is natural to me, but it also doesn't make sense because I go, well, what would be the alternative? Not having people live in my home and not people, not having food to eat. Okay. Yeah. We need to have those things. And so I'm just going to go ahead and accept. So part of that was a huge moment of accepting that this is ongoing. There is no get it done. It's going to stay perfect. Any of the daily habits, that's the main frustration with them. I mean, as soon as you sweep your kitchen floor, something's gonna fall on it, okay? And that's just reality, is it's gonna have to be swept again and again and again. And so The maintenance, the parallel I see here that just, it reminded me of is just the need for acceptance that this, that ongoing is a thing and it it is going to have to be dealt with on a actual daily basis. Okay. Because fighting against that wasn't getting me anywhere. Trying to pretend that wasn't true. Was just letting things pile up and pile up and get worse and worse and make the dig out from the dishes that much more stressful and take that much more time. Where when I do the dishes every day, dishes math is the same as weed math. All right. I mean, dishes math is if I will do the dishes every single day, it takes me 15 to 20 minutes. But if I let it go for a day, which I'm not weeding every single day, I'm just saying, but if I let it go for a day, Then, with the dishes, two days worth of dishes takes a lot more than twice the amount of time that one day's worth of dishes takes. Okay. It takes like an hour and a half, something like that. And then, three days worth of dishes, I've gotten to where I've used every dish. And now it's going to take me hours to dig out again. Okay. So, the weeds, even though it's very frustrating and it hurts my feelings when a weed appears in the exact same space where I just cleared all the weeds away, I can look at it and go, oh, well, that's just life. That's how that's that's what happens. And therefore, once I accept that, then I'm willing to pull the one weed and it's back to being weedless. Okay. All right. Let's see if any of this other stuff is gonna make sense. Um here's another thing that I that this has made me think about. Okay. And mom, are you listening? I'm glad if you are okay. So, I'm not offended. I'm not hurt by the story I'm about to tell, but I'm just telling you it's a reality. Okay, so talking to my mom, who's very understanding about things, um, and all my issues, you know, and problems and hangups. She's very supportive. Anyway, but like we were talking about gardening, you know, cause she loves to talk about gardening and she gets, ex- she gets excited, but she tries to hide it a little bit, I think, because she knows that I probably won't stick with it when I start talking about doing stuff in my yard anyway. So we are talking about it and she was basically saying, um, you know, one thing that she says all the time, which is completely true is, and she has the inches down, but it's like, you know, a such and such plant when it's, two inches, you can pull it out with your hand. But when it's three inches, the roots are deep enough that you have to actually get a shovel and be able to do that. Cause like her pet peeve is breaking something off at the top and leaving the root. Like, Oh my goodness. That's like the, the worst thing someone can do in their yard. I did that a lot and I'm regretting it. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but anyway, so she was, you know, explaining that she's like, Oh, well, you know that. And I'm, (laughs) and I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm telling, I'm saying, mom, but all of my stuff, like if you're talking about the three inch being past the point of being able to do it easily, let's understand that mine are all seven inches or seven feet. Like things had grown into actual trees that I should have gotten when it was at the two inch point when I could have pulled it with my hand, but instead it's 14 years later. And now it's a tree growing out of this random place in my flower bed. Okay. And so what I'm talking about here is sometimes part of the discouragement can come from, and this is where I fit in, in the whole organizing bloggers community or whatever it is that I'm part of is they're right when they say, Oh, well just do your dishes every day like they're right. They're totally right. That's the same thing I'm saying. We're saying the same thing. However, what I want to do is acknowledge to you that the reason that I understand and that I also know the reason why sometimes it's more discouraging to hear someone talk about, oh, well, you just have to maintain. I know that because there's the digging out before you can maintain the reason we need to have this conversation we're having here today is that I know for me, I always heard people say, Oh, we'll just do a load of laundry every day, which y'all know, I don't do that. Cause that did not work for me. Instead. I do a laundry day, but, or they, but that's what everybody else says in the whole entire world uh, who talks about this stuff, but, or they would say, Oh, we'll just, you know, don't go to bed with your dishes in your sink. I mean, like it's that simple. And I was always like, but That's the maintenance dream down the line. Okay. So my job in my role in this, uh, helping you understand this is to go, go ahead and do the maintenance stuff as a way of digging out, even when it's not actually maintenance yet. Do you know what I mean? Like go ahead and peel off that first layer Even when you don't have the time to declutter all the way down to the bottom, go ahead and get those leaves out. Go ahead and get the trash out of a space, even though you don't have time to do that because the trash ultimately down the road is the maintenance. You know, I still go through my five decluttering steps when I tackle any space, but when a space has been decluttered down to its actual, the way it should be, you know, all the clutter is gone, then I'm usually the space is back to being the way it's supposed to be after step one and step two. Step one being trash, and step two being easy stuff that has an established home somewhere else in the house. It's just not there for whatever reason. Okay, so that, go ahead and do what feels like maintenance, even though it's not actually maintenance yet, because you don't want maintaining means like, I don't know about the definition actually, but maintaining is keeping something up. Well, you don't want to keep it up. You want to make it better. But the way to make it better is little by little. So go ahead and do the things that are maintenance. Now, does that make sense? I hope so. So my example in my house is when I started doing the dishes, you would not have been able to convince me that keeping my dishes done, that doing them every single day, eventually I figured out that doing them at night was the way I needed to do it. But that doing that was going to change my entire house and how it functioned and how it felt and how it looked. And yet, doing the dishes every day, even though I felt like, oh my goodness, my house is such a disaster, what kind of a difference could that possibly make? Doing the dishes every day changed how my house looked and functioned and felt and ultimately changed everything for me. Okay. So that maintenance is so important. And that's reminding me, I'm reminded of that as I work in the yard, because just getting those leaves out of there, the whole front yard just looked neater. Even though those trees that were now like deeply rooted, those were still there. And yet everything looked better because I was going ahead and doing what I thought Couldn't possibly make a difference, but it did have to be done. And so I did it, and guess what? It made a difference. And then over time, with every small thing that I did, I felt a little bit less overwhelmed and I started to get a much better realistic picture of how my yard functions, of what my yard needs, and of what I'm capable of doing. Okay, just like with my dishes, every time I did my dishes, my brain understood a little bit more how long it took to actually do the dishes when I you know, finally figured out that one day's worth of dishes was not as much as I thought it was because I'd never done one day's worth of dishes. Okay. I also started to know my kitchen a little bit better because I was putting everything away all at once because my dishes would be clean. And I started to go, Oh yeah, I've got more plates than will actually fit in this cabinet. And it started to change over time. And I started to know and understand what to do to make a big impact better because I had gone ahead and done the small thing. Because when you just look at it as a whole, it's so easy to get completely overwhelmed and not be able to see which small things make a difference. But when you go ahead and do the small things, then you don't see it as a big, huge project. You start to see individual issues and things that can be dealt with and what you can do and what makes an impact. Okay. Um, So my point in telling the story about my mom is I don't want you to get discouraged about well-meaning advice that really is true. About oh we'll just maintain well first of all we don't say just do anything around here because I know that so many of us have these real hangups about things that just doing the dishes mm, yeah just using the word just will turn a lot of us off like oh yeah whatever okay you act like it's that simple it's not that simple it is that simple but I acknowledge that for a lot of us psychologically it's not that simple okay. But going ahead and doing the action anyway, when we're like, oh, there's more to it than that. And there is because you got a pile up of all the stuff you haven't done for a long time. Going ahead and doing the action will suddenly make you go, oh, just doing the dishes made a big difference. Oh, just getting rid of the leaves made a big difference. Oh, the other thing too is um, (laughs) the wonderful advice of, oh, we'll just, you know, don't let it get that way. Y'all, that's the least helpful advice ever. For someone who's already overwhelmed. Okay, and I'm just acknowledging that. And I'm telling you, even if you're confident that you will never be able to not let it get that way, go ahead and do the mundane, small little things, and they will ultimately make a difference. Even if you continually you know, are always behind, it's still going to be so much better than it would be before if you do the small things. Okay. Because I think that's what all this is about is unwillingness to do the small things because there's so many big things that actually need to be done. And yet the small things are the things that ultimately make real change in a space instead of putting off and waiting on the big things. Got that? Okay. Um, methodical over maniacal. I love the shows where they come in, And change everything in a weekend or a day or an hour or whatever. But for my personality, which I think a lot of you share a similar personality, methodical over maniacal is better. So for me, now at this point, it is I try to get out into my yard about 7 30 in the morning. And that is because I'm really, I wake up really early anyway, like 5, 5:30, 6 the late. I'm excited if I sleep till six. But anyway. I try to be out there at seven 30 in the morning because it's Texas and it's super hot. Now, am I hoping that I can change that to a little bit later in the day at some point? Maybe yes. When it gets cooler again, but, um, for now I try to get out there at seven 30 and I usually will go till nine or nine 30 and going out, not having this huge plan of, I'm going to change everything has ultimately made a big difference. So here's where I am now. So back in March, April, I started cleaning out the leaves and then I started doing the weeding and then I started trimming things. Okay. Trimming, um, my bushes and stuff like that. At that point, yes, I was hacking down a lot of the, um, little trees that had grown up, because um, I couldn't figure out how to get them out of the ground, uh, we did end up having a friend who had seen that we were working on our yard, and he used to work for. I put this on Instagram. I think I put it in a blog post. You guys should be on the newsletter because I sent it out. But um, he came over. It was like it's like eight o'clock at night or something, and he's like, "Hey, I've got this machine." Um, that he borrowed from somebody. He used to do this for a living where he would yank trees out of the yard. I didn't even know that these machines existed. He was like, I can come do this. Do you want me to yank any trees out of your yard? And we were like, yes. So he came over and he got a lot. There were plenty still left and there were still random roots that we then within a month or two realized, put their own little trees up from that. So that's what I've been working on now. As I go out and I dig, I bought the coolest shovel in the entire world. It's on, I have a shop on Amazon, amazon.com slash shop slash a comes clean. And the shovel is there. It's called the root slayer. Y'all. Oh my word. I love that thing. It's basically got like a blade on the side. So it'll like help me break through what I need to, but my goal now is to get roots up. So a lot of the things that most of it has been removed already, but there's still a root over here that shoots up this little, you know, its own little special tree. (laughs) Love those things. I'm dealing with that, but I could never have started with that. Do you know what I mean? I gained confidence. I gained understanding of what it is that I needed to do in my yard. I gained understanding of how things work by, you know, now I know, I mean, even just digging up the roots, I used to just dig up the actual little you know tree that was coming around but now i know that okay well if this is having a hard time coming up i need to find the route that's going far out on the side and get up under that you know so it's like i've gotten better and better and better and more confident i've gained a lot of confidence in all of this not that i know what i'm doing but my point is it's the same in your house okay doing the dishes even when you feel like there's no way this is going to make a difference i'm the worst housekeeper in the world going ahead and doing the dishes as you gain the confidence, you're going to realize how little confidence you had in yourself before, because you're going to go, okay, now I know what it takes to do the dishes. I know exactly the amount of soap to use. I know, I mean, like all those little I know which brush I like the best instead of being like I used to be, which was I just bought every brush that I thought was going to solve all my problems. And then I only ever used them once or twice. And so I never really had a favorite brush. And it's like, oh, but you start to learn what works the best. And you start to really make An impact and gain that confidence. And then you try a little bit more and you try a little bit more because that confidence is really important. Okay. So that's kind of where I am on my yard is that I've learned so much about what to do by just going ahead and doing it. Okay. Going ahead and doing the easiest, most obvious, I can't mess this up thing of putting leaves, leaves, putting leaves, dead leaves that have probably been there for a decade although when they break down, but whatever, into the lawn and leaf bags. I mean, really, truly, that is how simple to start. It's the same thing with doing the dishes, start with doing the dishes, get that down to where it doesn't feel like something that real people do. And you don't, I don't know if (laughs) that's how I always feel. I'm like, Oh, this is what real people do okay, real people know how to work in their yards. I don't. But as I go, I gain a little bit more confidence. I get a little bit better tools. And I came up with a routine that works for me. So one of the things that like I said, I get out there at 730. And I actually look forward to it. Because I know that if I don't get out there at 730, it's never going to happen. Because it's just too hot as of really it's too hot as of eight o'clock, but I'm, I can get out there at seven 30 and I'm not going to be completely miserable from that. Y'all digging is such hard work. You know, my Apple watch says it counts it as a hit workout, the H I I T high interval, high intensity interval training or whatever. Anyway. Awesome. Um, so it counts as my exercise. According to my Apple watch, I let it decide I didn't just like call it that it decides, Hey, are you doing a hit workout? And I'm like, well, yeah, I am anyway. Um, but I get better and better. I have my routine. So now, um, I will basically, Oh, I know the main thing I do is I remember my husband the night before I'm like, can you, cause I don't water, I guess I could learn to do that, but he's willing to do it. So I'm happy for him too. But I'm like, Hey, can you water, um, this, flower bed tonight because that's the one I want to work in tomorrow. And then he will make sure that he waters that as part of his watering that he's doing. And when it's been watered the night before, then I can actually dig. I mean, our ground is like rock. It's just, it's crazy. We have this super hard soil. And so if it hasn't been watered, there's just no point in me even trying to dig something up. But That's part of my routine because I'm doing it every day and because I know I'm going to do this in the morning that I remember to ask him. And then the more I asked him, the more he is like, Hey, is there any specific spot that you need me to water tonight? So it all works together. And then I figured out, okay, whatever I wore the day before, because I sweat. Oh my word. I am not one of those people who's like, I'm so hot and they look the same. Like, you know, if I'm hot, I'm literally pouring sweat off of my body. Anyway, so. I whatever I wore the day before, because it's not like I wear nice clothes these days in quarantine, but I um wear that. I just put that back on because I know I'm gonna sweat through it. And then I get ready, get dressed, get changed after I'm done, around nine, ten o'clock. Sometimes I've gone till ten o'clock and I've been really proud of myself, but um, depending on how hot it is. But I will do that and so I have a system. I have like a system of how that works. It's the same with the dishes. I did not have it all figured out the best time to do the dishes, the best way to do the dishes, the best dish soap to use, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know that, know any of that until I just went ahead and started doing the thing, doing the maintenance task that made no sense to do because I was so overwhelmed. And in reality, that's ultimately the thing that made the difference. And so over time I figured out, okay, well, if I will run my dishwasher after dinner, then i I have a dishwasher full of clean dishes in the morning, and then I can empty them in the morning and then fill it up throughout the day. And that keeps my kitchen from getting out of control. And I learned that I need to run the dishwasher every single night and empty it every single morning, even if it's not totally completely full, which it almost always is, but it's the rhythm that's so important. But I only learned that from actually doing it. Just like I only learned Things like, oh, this needs to be watered the night before, or it's almost impossible. I only learned that because of trying it when it hadn't been watered and thinking, this is hopeless. I can never do this. And then trying it after my husband happened to have watered that space and going, this is so much easier. Okay, if we just do this, it's going to make it easier. Do you see what I'm saying? So, going ahead and doing it is the thing that helped me figure out how to do it, where my brain, my personality, I want to know exactly how to do it and how this is all going to work before I even start. Got it. Okay. All right. Um, I think that I am going to quit there. I do want to talk real quick about, um, get organized HQ that I mentioned at the beginning. Uh, several of y'all have participated or several, lots of y'all have participated over the years. Um, my, uh, session that I'm doing, so it's basically an online conference all focused around organizing. Okay. Um, it's called get organized HQ To get to it, I really would love for you to use my affiliate link, even though it's free, and I'll explain why. Go to aslobcomesclean.com slash HQ. Just HQ. So aslobcomesclean.com slash HQ. And that will take you to my affiliate link for you to get there. So here's how it works. Um, there are all these video sessions. There are 30 minutes, 45 minutes, somewhere around in there. My session that I'm doing is overcoming overcoming the emotional struggles of organizing. You can attend the event online for free. When you do the free pass, you have 24 hours to watch each session after it goes live. So over the course of a whole week, so it's September 14th through 18th, um, there are going to be sessions going all day long and you can pick Don't, you're not going to watch all of them, but you can pick and choose the ones that you want to watch, but you have to watch them within 24 hours of when they go live. Um, the reason I want you to use my affiliate link is just in case you decide to buy the all access pass, which allows you to watch any of them anytime and have access to it forever ish. I mean, nothing's forever, right? But you know what I mean. If you want to do that, then I would earn an affiliate commission. But I love this because I'm able to send you there for free. Okay. And y'all know I'm a big fan of free. And so go ahead and do it free. But one of the reasons I'm telling you so early is that mine is the very first session on September 14th. So overcoming the emotional struggles of organizing is September 14th at 10 AM. I'm actually not sure the time zone, but whatever. I think it might be Eastern. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, so if you go ahead and register for the conference now for the free version, then you're going to get notifications and emails and things like that so that you can make sure you watch mine in the first 24 hours. There's a lot of other great sessions too, but you guys are my people. And so I know you might want to see mine. So, that's why i'm telling you ahead of time go ahead and register for that so you don't forget so you don't miss it and then you'll be getting those reminders that oh this you know the sessions have started and you can know cuz you only have until i guess i guess that same time on september 15th um to watch it but you know like if you work during the day you can watch them at night you know just pick the three from that day that sound great to you and watch them that night so anyway Um or the one or whatever. Uh but yeah, that's a slobcomesclean.com slash HQ. And then I'll also ha I'll also have the link in the show notes for this. So okay. All right. And that is time sensitive September 14th through September 18th of 2020. So if you're listening to this in the future, I'm so glad you're here. Oh well. But sign up for my newsletter because, you know, I put the link in there as well. And you know, they they've been doing this for several years. So I'm assuming it will continue after this. And when you're on the newsletter, you don't miss stuff. So that's a slash newsletter. Okay. All right. I hope that was helpful. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days to say the least having a focused a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.